Bible underneath my right hand. I made it out of tight jams. Guns all on my nightstand, my life should be on Viceland. My fingertips are old, the marijuana aroma. High school, I went to school, high, still got my diploma. He got riddled and left alone for some Skittles in Arizona. Bible underneath my right hand. This is Uncreative Radio. I'm with my man, Calvin O'Neill. Finally. 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 No relation to Shaquille. No. Do people ask you that? All the time. And I tell them he's my second cousin. That's good. And they believe me for That's like good. 30 minutes. That's good. For that 30 minutes. Did your, did your last name come up when he came to Magic Leap? Um, a little bit. Was he like, you're like, I'm an O'Neal. I mean, <laughs> it can only work in your circle so many times. I'm, also, I'm an O'Neal as I well. I just want to let you know. Oh, 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 Shaq's in the house. Okay. Yeah. I, I can, I can. He's I can huge. Talk to him. He's huge. He's really big. We went to uh, Atlanta and we, we saw, we, yeah. We, we, met, to, we and, met in film Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. What, that was, uh, what's the show called? TNT, um, the NBA, NBA, NBA and TNT. TNT. That yep. was that was a good. That time. was a nice studio, man. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, that was and a we've cool had time. we've had quite an adventure. I mean, to to put it bluntly, I mean, if you're gonna meet somebody for the first time, my recommendation: go around the world with them in yeah. what <laughs> two weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fourteen that, days. Fourteen days. That's yeah. the best way to finally meet yeah, a stranger. Yeah. Or get to no, know somebody. It, sorry, eleven days. Eleven 14, days. No, fourteen days. Eleven countries. Some some crazy. That I don't know what it other, was. Yep. One of or those. strike that, reverse it. But yeah, one of those. Yeah, we did that. We went around the world. That was a crazy. That was a crazy adventure. Crazy, awesome adventure. Yeah, it was pretty awesome though, man. It was cool too because they were like uh, when they were talking to us, they were like, "Calvin's gonna come too." And I, we had, I think we had, had we done anything together before that? We had had a couple meetings, but we hadn't done anything. Yeah, yet. and then that no. was the first time, and I was like, "Okay, this is." Good. And then, and then I we met, I, and then you came in the airport, and I was like, and. You were doing a random push-up challenge, and I was like, "Okay, this guy is gonna be cool." <laughs> <laughs> like, and then we toured the whole country, oh, the entire country, the, the, the country, the world. world. We yeah. actually started in Florida, yep. and we went a full circle around the globe, like literally around yeah, the globe. Oh, an actual, not like we went there and came back. We like circled it. It was Florida, Europe, Europe, yeah. uh, Middle East, yeah. Middle East. Uh, we had a stop in Korea. Korea, then yeah. We went to uh, New Zealand. New Zealand, and then back to San Francisco. San, yeah, we and the, circled it. We circled it. And the craziest thing was, I think we lost. We had like two Wednesdays in a row or something. That was the weirdest thing. And we never had a Saturday or yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, it it was, I remember going, because uh, we were in New Zealand, and it was like, Wednesday or something, and yeah. then we went to San Francisco. It was the beginning of Wednesday in in New Zealand, and yeah. then we left, and it was the beginning of Wednesday, Wednesday. in San Francisco. It was and like, I was like, I think this is a way to get an alibi to kill someone. <laughs> you can say you were somewhere else on a plane watching all the Lord of the Rings or, movies. Or yeah. is this like a movie premise? Like if you're if you just fly back and forth from San Francisco to New Zealand, do you ever age, or do you ever like you know have experience time yeah can you like be like an can influx you, of time yeah can, if you course, just go yeah. back and forth i'm sure you have like someone's been trying to do this yeah and who's, someone's I'm gonna, like i'm gonna talk to them on clubhouse <laughs> <laughs> you you got you told me you sent me yeah. a clubhouse thing. i sent you an invite i how, don't even know what it is how you liking it well i don't even okay so from someone who has never experienced clubhouse yeah. okay. what's your honest intake of what it is okay first i didn't like there being like another social media you know thing right i can't I, there's so many i now. can't even yep. like the you know like 
I have, and I'm also like a social media hater, mm -hmm. I think. Like, but, but you're also, you kind of excel at it, like behind the curtains, but you also kind of low-key hate it justifiably. Here's the thing. I cannot be those people that are just like talking to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like some people can do it. The people that just go on live. Just for, like, yo, yeah. so guys, like yeah. today, like how? Mm -hmm. I could never do that. Um, so there's this like hatred I have with social media. <laughs> and, you know, the general sense that like nothing is real. Right. You're kind of like, just, it's, no. you're just creating this uh, Im image projection of yourself that other people see. And it kind yeah, of, yeah. kind of just yeah makes you think about the, the, the dichotomy of yourself. Okay. If right. All this is fake. Right. What parts of me that I'm not telling everyone is right. real. Exactly. And who is the real me? And that's what I think that's like very odd about social media. And I think for every like, for every good, like, I connected with this person on social media story, or we became friends and I never, blah, blah, blah. For every one of those stories, yep. there's, like, ten, like, I'm, like, sexually masturbating to a four-year-old. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many, like, I'm really stalking. Bad. Yeah. Yep. So, like, for every yep. good one of those, there's, like, horrible people that are using it for, like, horrible-ass horrible ass thing it's it's really it's really interesting i mean like what 25 years ago you would never have someone from like you know the south talk to someone from like seattle right like, on a post because right. if those two people had opposing views they would never see each other right. ever like right. 25 years ago for sure but now you can just go on your phone and you can see what someone from seattle or someone from yeah. georgia is saying and you're you're automatically, you know, exposed to more beliefs and cultures. It's than, wild. Yeah, it kind of just sped up, you know, our kind of like emotional yeah. evolution. A right. Bit. It's been interesting too. Like, and then you know, with um, with Biden stepping in. Yeah. And Parler became it. There was a fun moment with Parler. I got on Parler. No, I, I got it too. I was like, I got to see. Dude, what I got the Parler. Yeah. And I started just saying shit. <laughs> That was my. That was one of my favorite times on social. Mm -hmm. But when you get on parlor, parlor, maybe you had like the same experience. Like you're like kind of like, Yo, what the fuck is this place? Yeah, and everyone is saying really crazy ass shit, and they fucking mean it. And then like they really, really believe it. Yeah, that was the thing for me that I was like, holy crap. That's what you kind of. A lot of people. I got a little bit of flag for going on parlor, and like I understand it, but. For the same reason you probably did, I went on it because I needed to see what yes. the other side is saying. Yeah, reviews that I don't agree with because I'm not really yeah. down for just taking out everyone's views. Of course, because I think that's when you get surprises like January six. Yes, because if you're really paying attention and like listening to the other side, being on Parler or seeing what's going on, you're like, on, dude, these guys are fucking real. Right. They're coming. Right. They're, they're, they're coming. A, a lot of people said like, you know, stay out of Washington during yeah. the six. You know, I kind of was a little taken aback but right, i was not right. surprised no i i opposing views let's talk about that i feel yeah. opposing views to me because that's why i went on it mm -hmm. i don't want to live obviously i voted for biden and i think i don't like hate and mm -hmm. i don't know i don't believe in space lasers and just <laughs> you know i'm just a regular i'm a regular dude right and also but i i think that like seeing the other side lets me know what america is Right. And without that, you kind of like, like for me and you, like, we, like we met in South Florida and, and then like, like you said, we went to Atlanta and yeah. now you live in LA. Like we ha we have this very like coastal we've been, liberal. We, we've been, we have a good scope of yeah. what America can right. entail. Right. Yeah. And then we live in these cities that are like, you can live in a liberal bubble. Like, mm -hmm. oh, big like, time. you know, like you're in New York, you're in LA, you're in Miami. Like we're not going to, but, but, but there's a lot of Kentucky. 
and there's, there's a lot, a lot of, of Nebraska, a lot of Virginia, and you don't yeah. ever see that. You know, the only time you see, the only time I'm like going to Nebraska is like from like layover and <laughs> something's wrong with the plane engine or right. And you, know. you kind of like, and that's why they're kind of called flyover states. But like, yeah. I, I don't think these people, like people in those states, should be looked over. I mean, I think you're right. Listening to what the other side is is tapping into what's going on in America because I already know what my American experience is. Right, right, right. I'm trying to balance it with what I know is going on and out there. And it's like, how, at what point is this? Like, you know, it's like, I know what my views are, mm-hmm. but like, I'll listen to yours, mm-hmm. but and then construct my own idea. But also, like, I want to know, like, what is the, you know, what are people thinking, and how how different are we? And I think yeah. the election really showed us that, like, oh, we're super different. Super different. Super different. Super different. I, it, I mean, it did kind of, like, it did force us to look at those differences, but it did, you know, force um, a lot of similarities to come up as well. Yeah. I yeah. think. Um, a, a lot of people, you know, you know, were Republican, you know, ended up voting against yeah. Trump, you know. And there's a lot of that going on. And I know a lot of Republicans that don't believe in space lasers, but they're still, you and know. they're stuck. Like, they're they're you stuck. Can't, you can't tell me that, like, I know, like, these, like, Republican congressmen are like, you know, like, like, come on. We know who won the election. Right. But I can't say it. I can't say because, it. Because, like. L- Lindsey Graham, perfect example. Perfect example. Because, I mean, yeah. it's like, yo, you're, you're re-elections and you got funding and it's just like, what's your, what's your place in the party? Yeah. You might have to, you may have to say some shit. Yeah. You may have to agree with some. And it's funny. You saw, like, little little blips from him like when january 6th happened he was like all right guys i'm out now like, trump I'm, now I'm, I'm done he's like i'm yeah. done and yeah. then like a couple weeks later he's like what's up guys i'm back you know he's like <laughs> you know, he's back doing the same so who doesn't want to believe in the reaction now exactly yeah, so i thought like, that, i think that's like really interesting to see like the state of like the country and then have how things have uh I don't know how things have been going amongst the pandemic and right I, and i felt like we got like really set up like it was really really weird yeah like the world shut down yeah and then it was like you know uh george floyd and super black lives matter like a protest movements that was happening at the same time as this pandemic which was like i thought was like oh this whole this motherfucker's gonna break you know you know and and then and then the the icing on the cake is like and it's an election year (laughs) you know like and uh you couldn't write this you couldn't man you couldn't so what was the last year like for you because i don't know when did you start at disney because i know you're at disney now i started um week of juneteenth Oh shit! Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was very it was an interesting week. You know, very excited. Also, like culturally, thinking about what's going on. Right, right, right. Um, but then also, you know, the that was also the week where you know the, the Los Angeles um, protests happened. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the biggest one. Yeah. You know, in the country. Hundred percent. Um, so there's a lot of emotions going on during that time. Yeah. It was just an emotional year. You know, it, it you just kind of. So everything you've had to prepare yourself emotionally your entire life for like I guess moments it's like weird. these, because you know yeah the election, um, you know when you when you're you know, a young black kid, young black boy you have a talk the talk when you're five right, moments like you know May of 2020, like are kind of like a prophecy coming true yeah it's weird you it's know really weird it's, it's really, really weird. weird you know I think just the pandemic kind of already 
inside it so much that was already building up. Did you think it was going to change? Like when the protests were happening, you know, because everyone's like, we're on the path. This isn't going to change. Did you think it was going to, did you think the protests at some point people were going to be like, like when George Floyd and Auburn, did you think people were going to be like, all right, guys, we need to, come on, we're fucking up. (laughs) You know, we need to stop killing people. Did you, did you, did you have hope or were you like, nah, this, this is just, this is just another, another day in the day, you know, another book, another chapter in the book. I feel like it was another chapter in the book for me, but for a lot of pe- a lot of people who you know weren't black, it, it wasn't. Right. It was like, oh right. my gosh, yeah, I'm opening up a new chapter, and it's like, well, I've been on chapter thirty six. And for you're like- just right. You didn't. I thought like a lot of people were like, oh, you got because Juneteenth got popular. People didn't know about it. Got Juneteenth popular. got popular, yep. and uh, that's not been a, that's something that we've always known about. People, people um, thought, you know, and that just goes into you know what kids are learning in school these days. They thought slavery just ended. Right, right. It's over. Right. Okay, we, um, did it. we did it. Everyone's free. Like black people have all these rights now, and it was a journey, man. It still is a journey. Right. I mean, I think it. I think the. One thing that really struck me was like Rush Limbaugh went on the Breakfast Club. Right. And I don't know if you listened to that, right. but he was just like, okay, I know I've said some crazy <laughs> stuff my entire life. Um, and we might not see eye to eye, but like what I saw like in that video, it, it, it kind of irks me. Right. And when you hear someone like, you know, Rush Limbaugh go that far, you know, I'm not saying everyone went that far, but that was kind of, for me, that's like, Okay, well, right, someone's right, taking right, right, notice. Right. You, we can't really, maybe we can't really go back from here because someone put their knee on a man's neck for nine minutes. And, and Josh, they thought that they thought they were going to continue with their lives. Right. The thing is, the thing is, like, it wasn't that that happened for me. Like the George Floyd thing, I was like, you know, we've seen that in different ways. Yeah. But it was the first time that it was so apparent that yo this is fucked up that so many people just fucking turn their eyes away yeah and that that to me was like oh this is real bad yeah like you know there's like at some point it's like calvin goes into a a a toy store and steals a toy and Mm -hmm. he's on camera stealing the toy it's a close-up of your face Mm mm-hmm the only thing Calvin can say at that point is like, oh, yeah, my bad, guys. That was me. Yeah. But this is a new world where people are like, no, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. And, and, and you're like, what? what is, hold on. We're disagreeing on facts. Yep. So, like, you, you know, you can it's, – it's, like it's like we're seeing what happened, and then everyone is disagreeing on the actual facts. That's right. the crazy part. That yep. like, and we deal, dealt with that with COVID and with the election. How do you reconcile that? I, I, you, I don't fucking think you can't. Like the the COVID was real, and when it was introduced, uh, you know, and when it was introduced or talked about by Trump and the Republicans, it was a hoax and it was bullshit. And it's, it, but, but then we, then we heard him on the phone call, man. It was just oh like, yeah. Then he was a different person. It's but it doesn't change the mind of any of them. When he was on the phone call. He was like, "Yo, this shit's really bad. This is this this, this is, is going to really define bad. my legacy. This is this is a yeah. big thing." This and, is, yeah. and then. But his the people that are following him are like, you know, they hear both sides. Like this motherfucker is a liar. So either they're like, I don't care, or they're like, No, no, he he didn't lie. You didn't understand. You you took it out of context. What he was saying. I think it's like you know, it's like an emotional argument now instead of like a factual one. And I think, I think I, I try to, 
you know, I grew up, you know, Democrat. I'm try, really trying to lean independent now because, you know. Well, Democrats do some things that bother me as well yeah. all the time. But I felt like it's interesting to see, like, it's interesting to see that, like, you can't agree on, like, some real, mm -hmm. like, hey, like, Ahmaud Aubrey like, shouldn't have been killed. Can yeah. we, like, agree on that? How about Breonna Taylor was in her own fucking house? Can we... Can we get on the same page? And we can't get on the same page on that. But then that, I, I hear, well, his, his boyfriend fired right, at the cops. Right, right, right. And it's like, he, so, he, she brought that on him herself. Right. I, I saw so many people talk about George Floyd. Like, you know, he was a criminal. Of course. Candace Owens went of course. on. And then you have a lot of people, you know, have different views who are like posting Candace Owens videos. Like it vindicates right, what the argument of because of a black person says it. You know, I think there can be, you know, poster people on either side. It's just, it's how you want to convey the argument. You know, I just, you know, criminal record or not, I don't think he deserved to be. You know, People don't get deserve to be. You don't deserve to be murdered. No. Like you can maybe need to be arrested if you're a criminal, yeah. you know, or some sort of due process. But you don't need to be murdered in the streets. Right. And uh, and I think that's been I think I think uh, I think white people saw what a, a very, very small glimpse of what we have lived with you know, since the day we were born and we're kind of like, you know, I'm sure you got more, I'm sure you got more like, uh, Oh, Calvin, like, I, I can't even believe this is what you're going through, you know, talks this yeah. year than at any other year. You yeah, know? I did. And you know, some of those were, were nice and some of those were bittersweet, yeah, you know, right. Because like, don't talk to me. <laughs> there were some, I know yeah. exactly. Oh my gosh, man. Don't, don't but there were some talk. really healthy conversations Yeah, and the healthy conversations were people who, had like listened a little bit in the past, but maybe didn't put two and right. two together. Right. Like, hey, Calvin, I remember you telling this to me like in third grade or back right. when we worked here or this or that, and I didn't really get it. And or people saying, I didn't, I don't, I don't really get it, and I really want to have the conversation. And there's some people who are saying, I'm like, hey, can um, I need you to explain this right. for me? Right, right, right. And that's that's kind of tough when. I've tried to have a conversation with those people and they didn't want to listen. But now when I'm going through like this, you know, you know, emotionally traumatic experience of seeing what happened with George Floyd, it's like, it's hard to take a piece of yourself and, you know, explain it delicately yeah. when there's a lot going on, you know, there's a lot to unpack. And I think a lot of people thought it was easy to just you know have these conversations but they're learning how like deep rooted it is yeah. for the first time the thing with george that i think was the biggest kicker is because you there was all these videos that go around about like when black people have the talk you know yeah or when you talk to your kids the thing that really sucked is the talk is very simple it's like yo if you get pulled over by the cops you know make sure your hands are in the steering wheel make sure you say very respectful right. like if you ever see a fucking black person get pulled over they turn into the most like like respect you know like yes sir officer blah 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 you know i'm always i've been i got pulled over with my white friends and they're just like rude and shit to, i'm like what are you doing we're gonna fucking die here i'm going into the sorry to bother you voice yeah i'm going to will smith in yeah. the episode <laughs> And Carlton's like, yeah. Will, what's going on? And he's like, Carlton, yeah, just put your hand put your hands on, on the, on the right. like, yeah. And on I the think, hood, man. Yeah. but I think the thing, is, so that's like the talk. Yeah, it was like, be respectful, blah 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 blah. Yeah. But George Floyd was the example of like, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't and matter what it. I, you know, you got your, both of your hands sky high, you still could die. It it, it doesn't matter. And it, it, I feel like that was kind of the tipping point because 
with every situation before, even like Trayvon Martin, like there was some like space for doubt. It was like, yeah, right. We we, we don't. Could, you we, did, there's yeah. no video in Trayvon. There's no there's no video. Like we're hearing stuff, but like there's no unequivocal evidence that this is a racial problem. Sure. There's no unequivocal maybe, evidence. Maybe George is just a fucking idiot. You're right. Yeah. But that just made it kind of unequiv- unequivocally clear that um, we have a major with your problem. Yeah, here, yeah, man. yeah. We got and you know it, it's kind of it was tough, man, because you, you you just you try to you try to contextualize it yourself all the time because you th- I think you hit the nail on the head. It, it was you know hey racism isn't that much of a problem. We might need to help each other here and there but this isn't really a big issue but i think you know having the talk we're taught to, you know when we have the talk we're taught to you know act a certain way in certain social right. settings right you know feel a certain way you know project a certain image and i think that's right. one way a lot of people like social media is because they can project a part of yourself right we're, we're trying to project itself a part of ourselves to like kind of survive in this society that some say might not have been built for us but when you, you know, when you check all the boxes and you follow all the rules, you know, you go to school, you get a, go to college, you get a job and you're, you're a black person, you know, Obama went to Harvard, right? you know, there's a certain level of, you got to work twice as hard twice to be, yeah, you know, just to be in the same. And sure. I think what broke the hearts of so many black people was okay we've been told this and some of us feed into this idea and hold on to this idea just to wake up every day yeah right, right. if i just act like this i will be accepted this, as a person a little right, bit more right right, Great. Right, right right um and then when you see that it's like oh no yeah right like, it doesn't it doesn't matter it, doesn't, it matter. doesn't matter and that's so hard right because you because we because a yeah. lot of black people lie to ourselves every day like me talking this way, me acting this way, it matters because it shows like I'm right. a part of society and I can, you know, you right. know, c- contribute to society. It's like, no, you already can. It's it's hard to unravel that kind of thinking, but it's also tragic when you have to like, you know, go through those emotions of like, for oh sure. no, this doesn't matter. Like prime prime example for me, one of the best days of my life. Um, it's when I worked on a short film that won an Oscar. Mm. Um, I was celebrating with friends. It was like that was like a little bit ago. That was 2012. 2012. Okay, yeah. So you had a that was like a recent anniversary. I saw that was a recent anniversary. Okay, yeah. cool. So it was an exciting moment. Like uh, you know, I played a small part of it, but all the people I worked with, like you know, it was a great experience. It's something I'll treasure for the rest of my life. Um, that same night, I was celebrating. You know, I celebrated with friends. You know, went out, drank a little bit. You know, had a good time. And then you know, I wake up the next morning. And I turn on the news, and it's Good Morning America, and I see Trayvon Martin's face. Mm. And it's just like, mm. it kind of felt like I was looking in the mirror right, a right. little bit. Right. And it was like, why am I looking at this kid? Right. What happened? Why is he making national news? And then it's just like, um, right. It kind of contextualizes it, you know? Because you, you, they that you you kind of like aspire to like you know hit a hit a personal goal like your whole life when you're kind of told given the talk you're like okay once I work twice as hard there'll be a point where I can take a breath and relax I think after that happened I think it was like yeah the next morning or the morning uh two mornings after like I kind of realized um 
yeah, it doesn't really yeah, matter. Man. And like you saw, like Jay Farrow just got the, you know, Jay Farrow got Jay Farrow walking the, down the street, got, man. You know, so you're just like, fuck. Like what? Yeah. I mean, what Serena Williams? Yeah, man. When she was trying yeah. to give birth, like yeah. they didn't believe her pain. Yeah. Oh, you're okay. Yeah. No, I'm. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not. It's and we're statistically not. There's so many. It's wild. There's so many. It's wild. And when you hear about so many different, you know, you know, issues like that. Like as a black person, you gotta kind of be ready for all those. It's like okay, at the hospital, okay, they cannot believe us. Like if right. I do this, they cannot have, believe us. If I drive be, like this, they right. cannot. They could do this. Right. Or if I say something like this, or if I, if I'm too loud. Uh, right. <laughs> like all these things, and it's like the daily black checkbox yeah. is what I kind of call it. That's interesting, man. And then to do that and go through all that, the through COVID as well, you know. Yeah. And then that was COVID, like, I don't know, man. You never saw the world shut down before. No, there was something oddly peaceful about it for a, a, a second there. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was like good for the earth. And yeah, all good, good for the earth. And Everyone good, had to like take a step yeah. back. Yeah. But I think right after you took a step back, it was like, oh crap, yeah. like we don't have an infrastructure we, for we a lot of stuff yeah. here. And that, that's you know? the thing for me mm-hmm. that I thought was shocking. Yeah. So, like, so like, what, hold on. Yeah. What the fuck do you guys do in 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 the Capitol building? Don't you guys come up with fucking plans? This is what your whole job, job is, is for plans. You know, I had some friends in Canada. That I'm, I'm like, how you guys doing? Is everything all right? Oh yeah, we got you know, two thousand dollars <laughs> yeah, like every month. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're, we're good. Yeah, we're they, good. They just started rolling Plan A four because you know. They, I I just don't I don't understand like it's and that's where things get tough because you want people to you know be safe but. You're giving no people a means to live safely if they can't afford to live where they need to live or they're being forced into the places that they would normally avoid if they couldn't. I mean, it brought up so many issues as a collective. That Nobody I, gives a... F- that's, and that's the thing that I was trying to explain to people that you only understand if you've been poor. Right. Like, nobody gives a fuck about wearing a mask if you can't eat. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, COVID isn't people's top priority. If, right. if you don't, if your kids don't have food. Yeah. So like. And all it, the food lines, man. That's what I mean. It's I like, never it's would wild, expect man. all the food lines. And it's like the pandemic was, you know, like it, 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 everyone was going through the pandemic, but not at the same level. Right. And so you've got people and this is, and this is where I thought it was like really weird. Like you've got people that didn't lose their jobs that are getting checks. Yep. And then you got people that lost their jobs and lost everything that are like getting the same check that you're getting, making 80 grand a year. That just doesn't make any sense. I think what Shake Shack got $10 million. Shake Shack, yeah, you're just like, what? And, you, and, and, and they still left and laid off people, you know? So, and, and, and it kind of just, it kind of exposed so many flaws in the system, I think. Yeah, man. You know, it's people, and, friends helping friends. Yeah. You know, because... If, you know, little mom and pop shop doesn't have someone in Congress. <laughs> I mean, the mom and pop shop, the small business, what we went through was like really interesting. Like, yeah. How did re- you guys survive COVID I as a know. media production yeah. company? Well, you know? yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, in I was in it was March mm-hmm. and I went to Hawaii with Katie and Beth. We were shooting. I don't even know who what were we even doing. MRI. There was like a, we we're doing this. I don't know. Isn't Hawaii awesome? 
Dude, it was funny because we thought we almost died. <laughs> it kind of feels okay. like that when you go there. It's like, am we, I in heaven? Well, well, like we, well, it was this plane ride. We thought we were going to die. Oh, that's more serious. Yeah, that's more final destination. So, so okay. we flew yeah. to Honolulu on like a you know from L.A. Yeah. like on a big you know thing. Yeah, no problems. Right. From Honolulu to Maui, we took this little shitter. Oh yeah, I've been on, I've been on the we little been shitter. On the little shitter. So uh, little, a, puddle, a puddle jumper. At some point, like to get yeah. into Maui, like this guy is like. I've never felt like holding onto my seat going down before, but that's what it was doing. Oh, wow. And I don't throw up on planes or anything. I see Beth just throw up. <laughs> uh, no, no, or Katie grabs the bag, and I'm like feeling it too. I'm like, oh, you know, when someone throws up, you're like, yeah. I'm not. It's, yeah, it's like a chain reaction. Anyway, yeah. and then he hits the ground like, boom. And like, we're just like, holy shit. Like, like and we just, we, I just didn't know how that was going to go. And, um, and then when the guy comes out and he was like, oh, that's just Frank. Frank always, you know, so that was our, that, that's, how we, that's how we got to, that's how we got to Hawaii. And then we shoot this thing. Thank God Katie was shooting it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the first, I don't know, second night or something, Beth got insane food poisoning. Really? Like crazy shit. Oh, no. And I'm sitting there just like, man, it fucking sucks, man. Food poisoning gets you. Next night, I get it done. Like it was some fierce I don't even know how to explain it. Oh, wow. Anyway, but when we were going to Hawaii, we were hearing about, this was, we were in Hawaii, like, January 31st, March 1st. We were hearing about this, like, virus thing. Yeah. But it's like, you know, we hear about Ebola, like, I don't know, they'll fix it. Then Right. But this one seemed a little bigger. So I just, I'm not this guy, but I, like, gave, on the plane, I, like, talked to them. I was like, hey, guys, I think we should, like, wear these masks and, um... And then, because uh, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And then, so when we got back from that trip, it was in full force. Yeah, shit was shutting down. Yeah. And the things that got hit the hardest were obviously restaurants, hospitality, and fucking entertainment. Mm-hmm. And if you were in the entertainment industry, production or live or whatever, it halted. And so March and April, we were. It was not good. We were really scared and we had a st- we have a staff obviously yep and um and we tried to get real creative in a lot of different ways and that creativity you know and a lot of like we were just you know it was really really scary man yeah and uh and we went and i, I thought that was really interesting because they wanted to tell you hey you as a small business it was different you know because we've got people that are relying on us mm-hmm. um for you know and their families yep but they were telling you, you need to shut down. You can't work. Well, if I can't work, then they can't get paid. And I thought that was really weird. And so, exactly. And then you give me money, but I'm giving all of that money so they can get paid. paid. So, what about the business? How, right. how does it how pay is its bills? Like, how, <laughs> wh- wh- I can only use this money to pay them. Right. Okay, cool. Because you're not going to pay them. Because yeah, you're, you're not paying them. So, you're giving money to me. So, to pay you gave them, them $600. I, I, I don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> What I don't even know. Twelve hundred, then six hundred. I don't even know. Like that's so not even two thousand over a year, man. Yeah, eighteen hundred dollars for that's well, it. Uh, that's for it. A, that's it for a year. For a year, and that's what I mean. And they gave they gave some PPP small business money for like yeah. eight weeks. So I was like, cool. Well, my people can get paid for eight weeks, and but that that couldn't. So. I just felt like I see every politician on both sides talk about how small business are the backbones of this economy. And I saw them just completely neglect them. And I saw, uh, I saw, you know, Ruth Chris get money 
and I saw everyone get money, but you know, our company, you know, obviously we didn't. So it was very scary to figure out how we were going to make it through because I, I think no one would have had a problem shutting down. Right. And I think it's a very like, and that's what I mean by like, and that's what I mean by like, no one cares about wearing a mask if they're worried about how to eat. Right. So it's like the government, in my opinion, should have been like, yo, businesses, here's money. Yeah. Don't work. Don't shut work. down. Yeah. And now we're cool. Now we're cool. Because now we got money and we don't have to feel pressure, but you didn't give us that money. Nope. But you told me to shut down. Yep. And then you see these like 30 rest, 30 year old restaurants like closing forever. You see these business, people just I not in our industry, agencies just shutting Gone. down. Boom, 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 Gone. boom, boom. Up creek, no paddle. Yeah. So it was really it was really scary. Our team got really creative and we got we Yeah, got, when did you start seeing like the light at the end of like not at the end of the tunnel, but yeah, a light of where we yeah. can start maybe yeah making some stuff move? It was like um um for us it was towards the end of, towards like the end of the summer, I think. Mm-hmm. We were like there was some some businesses and some of our clients are like, I guess we gotta like keep doing work. <laughs> you know? Cause you know, when we when COVID first hit, mm-hmm. it this is it was like April. Guys were shutting down for two weeks. That'll knock this. That'll knock this thing out. <laughs> you know, like we'll take this. That'll take this oh virus gosh. right out. I can't believe it, it's been a year. Remember that? Then it was like yeah. eight weeks. Yep. And then it was like, and then we're like, yo. Oh, and then, end of the summer. Yeah. And then someone said, like, yeah. I don't know, our fall. Uh, Sarah was telling me, like, she, some girl on our team, she was just like, yo, like, uh, I don't think, I, I don't think schools are gonna be open in the fall. I was like, fall. Oh my like, gosh. Like, no, no, we're we good. So but yeah. she, they were right. So it, it was this thing that lingered. Yeah. Um, and so by the time, like end of like around september hit you know businesses were like we're gonna have to do stuff or we're gonna die too and so and um so that kind of we kind of started to feel that and then florida decided not to give a fuck they just didn't care you know they just you know once disney reopened i was like oh shit wow you know because they didn't you know they were just gonna they don't close uh, that park yep once it opened back up i was like they're never closing it again no um so how like being in florida what was that like for you like desantis opening everything up? it was it was terrifying yeah you know it was quite terrifying um it was a part of me that was excited because it's like i'm glad that the business isn't impacted right but the numbers were skyrocketing yeah and then you're just like and then you know like everyone in the studio got it you yeah, know, like everyone yeah. had it, you know, so it's not like that's, some, a, that's the biggest thing. A lot of people are like, oh, well, if you get it, you know, you're going to be fine. But no, it's man. not it's not no, it's man. not that's that's ignorant. But it's also OK, even if you get it and you're asymptomatic, you could pass it on to someone else who's not going to be who's not going to be good. lucky. Right. You know, like that's, I had a family member pass away from it. You know, somebody in Ohio didn't do something and like, you know spread and it got to a family member of mine and that's just that's the case for everybody everywhere it you was, know i someone could have a family member in la that i like th- right that i wouldn't really know but if i got into contact with them without if i just didn't wear my mask one time that's it that's it i thought that the way that they rolled it out was stupid because i thought this whole like wearing a mask thing uh when it was first rolled out it was like the mask is for other people. So they kept pushing that, like, you know, like this is going to yeah. help you. This is like, you know, yeah. you know, in the grocery store clerks, like wear your mask because, you know, as you, whatever you're, whatever's coming out of your mouth is going to stop someone, somebody else. But I thought that messaging, I thought like, guys, you don't have a clue. This is America. No one gives a fuck about anybody else. That, that and was, I thought that was the hardest that, that thing. That was the hardest thing. Like, I mean, it was interesting. I went to Japan, November, 2019 to, mm. to visit a friend and 
I get off the plane and I get, get on some trains and I see people wearing masks. Right. And as an American, like I got a little freaked out. You're like, what's going on? I was what's like, here? okay, what's, what's, what's going on? What's happening? Right. I just like buy a mask at like, you know, a train stop. I see my friend and I'm like, hey, hey, Raph, like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. It's like everything okay? And he's like, oh, no, man, when people get sick here, they wear masks because they don't want other people to get sick. sick. And right. I was like, you know, mm. that, that meme from The Wire? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, that's actually really nice. Right. You're like, that's they, like a, they care like a, here. They care. And it's like, it's a culture there. And it's a culture. And that's what sucks. Cause if you wanted mask to be effective, right. You should have said, if you wear a mask, you won't get it. But then Americans would have been right. like, oh, I care about me. I care about me. <laughs> I don't want these motherfuckers to, you know, that's what, and I saw, I thought every, they went about it. Like Americans care about other people. And that's the biggest argument I've heard of people saying uh, people who are against masks like oh i'm not i'm gonna be fine it's not that deadly it's kind of like the flu you know right it's, it's just always, it's, it's me I, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. and that's you know, why I, knew, I that's why i knew like you we're, know we're yeah we're in trouble when here. was australia yeah. was it australia they were like back in business like yeah oh in new zealand new zealand they were like making lord of the rings who <laughs> having outdoor concerts <laughs> like yeah. raves yeah they were yeah. but how long ago was that that was months ago that was, they, they they did that they were yeah they were by the summer by yeah. may they, they knocked that thing out Yep. But that's the Americans are just we are so divided on everything on like, on so many issues. We made yeah. a, a virus that kills anybody mm-hmm. a political. We made a you wear mask. You're a mask person. And there's people in Congress like I'm not wearing it. And Trump's told everybody when at their little like, don't everyone take your mask off. Like, don't you find that kind of interesting? Because sometimes when race is brought up, some people will tell me like, hey, don't be political. And. It's it's interesting to me. It's like I don't really find that political, you know. I think yeah, like maybe raising not. raising property taxes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might be like how do you do that? Like like in a jurisdiction that might be political. But when, right. you, when you're talking about you know lives and like you know yeah discrimination people face or what it's, have you, it's, it's not a view. Yeah, it's a fact of what's happening, and we have these, you know, COVID was a statistics like math and science of like smarts, smart yeah. people. And then same with, like, the election. Like, no, there's, like, a system of how votes are done. And then, like, people are like, no, I don't believe any of that. It's been here. I don't believe any of We've that. We've been doing this for, yeah, since the beginning of our country. Right. Like, mail-in voting right. has been and a thing. And, and, and everyone's like, all oh, these vo- votes. And it's like, man, we had a pandemic. We did things differently. But people are, I mean, you, if, since we can't agree on facts, mm-hmm. then I have no idea how this is going to be resolved. I, I mean, I don't either. It's just it, like we're just kind of living. I think I think I don't know how it's going to be to, how it's going to be resolved. I think I know where to start. It's since facts aren't on the table. <laughs> since facts aren't on the table. <laughs> or maybe I should say since facts or if facts aren't on the table. Right, right, right. You, you got to look into the emotions of people. Yeah. Because it's you're obviously not talking about facts. You're talking about emotions. When, right. You know, when, when Trump, you know said you know there's no way i could have lost i I felt like you know i was kind of laughing on the outside on the inside i'm like oh man this guy his feelings yeah are really hurt Hurt, yeah you know if if you're if you're like taking all like the political you know aspects out of it if you look at it from a human standpoint oh this guy's feelings were hurt his feelings were hurt because if you look at it i mean just look how he surrounds his life you know like i can live a very liberal 
you know, black experience, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then not see anything else. Yes. So then I can get fucking surprised if these cops are fucking racist or people say something to me the sideways or whatever. Right. Trump kind of lived that way. Like, he's only seeing, like, that Fox News and everyone's kind of just, like, pampering him. Everyone, so, he's kind of in the echo chamber kind of. Yeah, thing, he, right? he, I don't feel like Trump, I don't feel like people were telling Trump, like, I don't know, man. I don't know if you're going to pull us out, dude. I, don't, I think everyone's like, you got it. Everyone loves you. But that, you but, know? but and, and that's, and that's the thing. Like when I said, I don't know how we, you know, solve this problem, but like emotion was how like you was how people were able to like get through to him. Right. It was like, hey, if I'm trying to cater to your emotion, like, hey, man, you got this. Like, right. Even though like Georgia's not looking good, like, hey, right. man, you got don't this. Don't worry, buddy. Right. That that emotional encouragement. I don't know how you tie that into like, okay, hey, buddy, you you did really well, right, but right, right. this isn't working out. Right. And you know, I think that's you know, an emotional problem, like a mental health problem. Sure. Like in terms of like you know, how do we? Because sometimes. People are just illogical. Anybody. Sometimes when anyone's mad, right. it's just like, oh man, okay, I'm gonna like forget about forget I said A, B, or C, and sure. I'm just gonna be angry, and then I'm gonna reel back and be like, oh wait, oh my gosh, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But some people right. don't have that filter. What do you do with people who don't have I that don't filter? Know, man. You know? It was the everything got full circle for me from being black to going through COVID yeah. and being treated differently. And then small businesses, and you don't think things are fair, on January 6th. And to me, that, like, nothing happened to these people. Like, obviously, we talk all the time about, like, oh, if he was black, you know, we talk about that all the time. But the yep. fact that, like, man, can you imagine, can you imagine, like, just Josh and Calvin going into the Capitol building? How fucking dead no. would we be? No, Josh, I got... How, how dead would we be? I, I got a, like, a cop put, like, put his hand on his gun because I was listening to Radiohead too, and having too much fun in the car one time. Right. You know, like, no, that's not happening. I mean, you, we, you just... It's, it's so it, it's dead. Just, it's, you, it's, a, it's a death wish. So, um, for, so for them to go through that and then just to be like, okay... We arrested them for show, but we released them or whatever. Like, for it to just be whatever and then just kind of move through. Like, that's January 6th is past. It kind of feels like it kind of doesn't even matter anymore. It kind of feels like whatever, doesn't it? Because, you know, it. it, We just would have been held so fucking accountable. Yeah. And that to me is like, well, damn, I guess. Damn. And then for no one to really see that or, you know. I mean, I think think it kind of speaks. I think. After George Floyd, things became quite clear. I think at this point now, it's like you know, the sides have already been drawn. It's yeah. like, and that's it. A lot of people right. like texted me on the six. They were just like, "Hey man, like I just want you to know, I, right, I right. see the difference." Yeah, I get and it. So I saw so many people posting the you know the difference between you know Black Lives Matter yeah. protests and, and like January sixth. Right. And there's just been evidence that there were literal cops. Right. Capitol Help, Police helping, helping po- yeah. who, who were prob- like probably opening on parlor, doors, opening yeah. doors, taking selfies. Yeah. And meanwhile, you know, black police officer kind of like saves the day. It's, right. Saves I, people's lives, lives regardless, regardless of party and shit. I found that really like interesting. You know, police got a really bad rap all last summer, you know, and then you have that kind of a violent protest like on the Capitol building and it's a 
a lot of people are saying Black Lives Matter are too, is too aggressive, and then you have a black police officer, like this weird Save, mixture dichotomy. Saves Mitt Romney's life, life. who, yeah. who and, has been so critical of, you know, Trump. Yeah. And if he had t- went down that way... We don't know what's going to... We don't know where we are, are right, right now. Right, right. That's what's so scary to me. Like, just the fact that it felt like a sap on the wrist. Like, I kinda, how are you going to make sure people are going to be afraid to not right. do this again? And I hate to say this, but I kind of wish they did, like, kill Mike Pence. Oh, oh my gosh, no. Or... <laughs> I wish, I, or I wish Mitt Romney had a died, and not because I wish them to die, but I know that if Romney died, then they would have made such a fucking but, issue out but, of that. But I think, but jo- like Josh, like I think it's just tragic enough that six people, of course, but it's like <laughs> had to die. Yeah, but like to begin with, of like, course, but like but only like, to us, only to us. Like they're no, I, they're I, nobody. I, I would hope that's not true, but like. I, you know, I'm seeing. I'm seeing what you're seeing. You know, it's just it sucks that it's was like you know, if someone on their side died, they would have been like Mike Pence's family wouldn't have. They would be like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And and I'm sure that the six people that lost their lives that are just as angry. And but it didn't. It didn't do anything. I mean, it, and that's it, what really. That's, that's what, what really. That's what's scary. That's what hurts, and that's what's scary. You know. I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and people would still vote for me, you know. Right, right. That's right. that's kind of haunting now, man. You think he's you know, gonna? I, I, he's, I laughed at that. You same. know, it's just. It's, I mean, I thought I, I thought it was a joke from the beginning, and then you're like, I don't oh. think I don't think six people had to lose their lives because you know we weren't sure about an election that all the courts in the entire country verified. Right. I but, just, it's just sad that that had to happen. Yeah. It just one person built all that up. You know, Trump built all that up. That election being rigged he said the same thing about hillary right the the election's rigged the election's rigged until he won and it was like then it was like oh yeah you know i guess it wasn't you know but like he's it's the same playbook man and i feel like do you feel like there's um trump supporters you can still talk to yeah i mean because i i I, I, I still got yeah yeah people who love trump and i'm still friends with them it's like a weird reconciliation thing i don't know what's your experience it's uh i had to interview someone on this show that that she like is a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. She voted for Trump, and I was just kind of like, you know, trying to understand because mm-hmm. it's like I, this was a, this wasn't this cycle. It was a 2016 cycle. You know, mm-hmm. this cycle if you voted for Trump, it's kind of tough for me to like like. Well, you just don't care about me then. <laughs> like you, <laughs> the thing is like if you voted for Trump this time, racism is not a deal breaker for you. Yeah, it's not. Right. And that should that says a lot to me. So that's kind of that's going to be difficult for me to like reconcile that. that with have a good conversation. That's a little difficult. But it, from yeah. before, maybe you're confused. So I had to talk to a Trump supporter and like, you know, we talk, you know, it's one thing if you we can agree. It's funny, man. You can agree on business. So, so many you can things. agree on art. Yeah. You can agree on sports and yep. you can blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know, man. Like, but that some, like, like to that to that effect, though, so many people like have labeled me like a. 100% pro Biden guy. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, and it's right. like I I, but I I voted I I voted for him, but you know, he's, he's not he's not my guy. Yeah, not so your, right. when you paint when you like put someone in a full category, there's Right. That's there, that's not good. There's not that's not good either, but right. I think the place where we can actually heal is finding those nuances yeah. and connecting on an emotional level because a lot of Trump supporters are just really impoverished people right. who aren't black. Right. 
who are just trying to get by. Right, and they're trying to be heard, and I get that. I can get along with Trump supporters. Well, I don't know about get along, but I can deal with Trump supporters when they say this to me. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it was, I'm like, fuck Trump, all this racism shit. And they generally say, or has sometimes say like, yeah, I'm not down with any fucking racism. Right. But, when they, it, but if I can put food on my table for my family, right, or right, if right, he can right, make right. me think right, 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 I'm right. going to do that, then, then that's when you start having some empathy, and then that's when you're forced to think more critically. It's a lot because of, a lot of people are just say like, "I don't like Trump." Okay, like I understand that, but if you're actually trying to, you know, further the conversation or really understand right. what people are coming right. from, right. you already know they like Trump or not when you're talking to them. And what, do you really want to learn about this and, person? And it's like the the misinformation out there mm-hmm. is what makes people think that they like Trump, and maybe they really don't. And, and, that, and that's where I think if you get to the, you know, emotional center where people are actually hurting. Right. I think you bypass all that right. political bullcrap. Right. Like, you just, you right. just get it out the way. Right. You know? And so, like, I, I enjoy Biden being president. Do I think he's, like, the best president candidate? No. Is he Barack? No. Is no. He? Uh, but I like the fact that there's been many days, many days where I haven't even fucking thought of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Trump was like an everyday. Trump was everyday. There was so he was just in our every and my life every day. Yep. Biden, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. I, don't know, dude, I, don't, like, I hear every now and then. I hear it. It's yeah. like, <laughs> I hear every now and then. He's just. It's like, know. I just, like, I got a COVID puppy. It's like, like when, you, when you don't hear, when, yeah. you, when nothing's going on, you're like, wait a second. Yeah. Okay. I, li- I mean, I, so I enjoy. I think he's doing a great job, obviously, with the vaccine. I think he's doing a great job keeping his head down and, and focused on what he's supposed to be doing. So I really enjoy that. I'm not expecting, like, the moon and stars. No, know. he's not. He's no. not the He's not the guy. And he's mm-hmm. just said, I think he's talked about being a transitional president, too. Like, um, But I, I like the fact that he's, Everything he says he's going to do, he's coming out. He's being honest, whether you like what he's saying or not. I think he's saying stuff, and 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 trust me, man. I feel like on both sides we needed a he's someone a, in the middle. Yeah, he's a neutral dude. Neutral. He's not, you know, crazy super liberal, and he's, he's definitely not, not yep, you know, super like yeah, yeah. conservative either. I mean, I think, and I think that's the best way forward is finding the nuances and like connecting and really doing the research to find out, okay, why is this person emotionally hurting? Okay. Right. If I'm like, you know. And that's a tough question. That's a tough. People are avoiding the tough question. Because I know if someone's a Trump supporter and I just want to like rail on them for being a Trump supporter, it's like, okay, what do I accomplish? Okay, well, I'm a Trump supporter because my religious views might lean this way. And I think Mm -hmm. this is going to be the best thing for my family financially. Okay, you kind of just want to have life right in your view because i've know? like talked to people that have different views i mean i talk to people that i'm not you know I've, I've talked to people that like for you know people that are pro-gun yep and like it, they have like such a misconception about people that are pro-gun yeah so people that are for guns most of them they're the most like people respect these i grew up in a house where i had a gun yeah uh, my dad did but mm-hmm. uh you know people that are most people that are like that have guns they got them the right way. Right. They're super respectful about, and they respect the weapon. Mm-hmm. They they know they're very educated on it. Yeah. They're not just like I bought this so I can just protect the castle and kill. You know, they're they're. they're there's a fascination. There's a respect. There's a history. There's a lot of respect. Yeah. There's a lot of respect, but I think you, yeah, yeah. if you don't go and talk to them and deal and but so you both will agree that kids shouldn't be killed. I mean, do you know what I mean? Like you both and, will and, agree on and, this, and, and that's why that's what that's the thing. If you get down to the emotional right, core of it, right? 
and you just like it's yeah. like but what we have done like if you own a gun you're like oh you're, you're a bad person you're a bad person you're okay with you know you're okay with these ma- kids ma- getting mass killed. shootings it's like no it's, i'm not okay with mass shootings <laughs> and it's like right. okay how do we actually have this conversation instead of just um it's, it's instead of like continuing to politicize it because like it it still kind of gets politicized no matter what when the heart emotional cause is always, right. you know, avoided. Yeah. And so when you have like, that's a great issue because I feel like, you know, you know, people will say like, well, they should have background checks. Things should be done the right way and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. That's the message. But then what's being fed out on Fox is they're taking your guns. Mm-hmm. They're done. And, and then people hear that and they like, they're taking our guns. I'm voting for Trump. And maybe is the question, in, if you're going to look at it from an emotional, empathetic standpoint, then is the point. I guess the question I would ask is, why are you afraid? Right, you right, know? right. Why are you afraid of your guns being taken away? And right. then my mind goes back to that, you know, crazy Alex Jones clip where he's damn. like, like all these people took away the guns. They took away the guns. This is how like the ending, right. this is how democracy ends when you start taking right. away the guns. Right. And it's like, let's reel back a little bit. Right. Um, it's maybe not taking away all the guns because... No, Obama never did it. Right, right. Oddly enough, but maybe let's look at some places where we can, can have we, some leeway. Yeah, can we? Can we maybe not have gun shows? But without, you know that. But but that. then a lot of people are like, oh, well, that's a slippery slope, and that's just I think thinking far towards one direction, too far towards one direction. Yeah. Like I, I mean, if you can't find any nuance, like you know, middle ground, I don't know where you're gonna, you know, how you're gonna elevate the conversation. <laughs> this is the tough thing, man, and I avoid hey. these, I avoid these conversations too. It's like. Sometimes you just want to be angry and you're not looking at from a human from a hum, human standpoint. What is this person feeling? Do you ever sit back and realize like we're going to be like 50 years old, I'm going to call you up mm-hmm. and it'd be like and like hey man, do you, you like that th- this is you know we obviously our generation is like the craziest. I mean, we have seen I mean, look at all the shit that we have seen. Like we saw we experienced like 9/11, you e- know, economic crash. Economic crash 2008. We experienced 2020 is going to go down in history as like you. Where were, were you, you when, when the world stopped? stopped. Yep. And that's going to I think it's going to be such an interesting year. We're living through the protests. We lived through several protests. We lived through know. several protests, two recessions, you know, a pandemic, right. you know, a terrorist attack, you know, right. A war that's war, gone on yeah, since for, 2003. Since we were since 2001. Right. You know, it's it, it's it's a. We're it's very, been interesting. So we're wild. So the fact that we're sitting here just like good, and we're not like it's, <laughs> it's, losing it's, our minds. It, it's fascinating. It's it, and that the internet's kicking off, like the digital age is kind of kicking yeah. off all at the Big same time. time. Like we we were, like, we were the last generation that played outside before the internet was a thing. That's it. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, That's it's it. it's it's really interesting. I take my daughter's phone sometimes. I'm just like, just you're gonna be okay if I hold it. For fucking ten seconds. I'm worried about that man. Like just having kids and like just it's are wild. they gonna be able to play it's as wild. much as I no, played wild. No, as it's a wild. kid. Like, I will tell you what. I'll I'll leave you with this piece of hope. Mm-hmm. My daughter, which I thought was interesting, like when the election happened. Mm-hmm. My daughter is 11 at the time. Her birthday's coming up. She's 11 at the time, and she's in a group chat with all of her friends. You know, yeah. it's like gr- a group chat. It's terrible. <laughs> I. Uh, my uh, Amy Amy reads all her text messages. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know that. Free, freedom, you don't know that, but we read them every night, baby. <laughs> don't let her watch this. Oh boy. But anyway, uh, oh boy. Uh, but uh, it's always about cats and unicorns. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. uh, on that night when Amy screenshotted it to me, 
freedom and all her friends were like biden won oh my god he won biden 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 you know that's what they're all talking about and i was like not excited that she was that her friends were talking about biden i was like you know and care about the president going on that's fucking crazy yeah did you know who the president was at 11 did you even give a shit that's when i had to start right right oh inauguration george bush like that's crazy right that's crazy i thought that was nuts and so I will say this, she's on TikTok and stuff, mm-hmm. and that generation, man, yeah, that's going to be the one. Oh, they are not standing for any fucking bullying. <laughs> like, it's not cool. They made it like, it, you're like, not cool. I'm still kind of reeling from Tulsa. Yeah. All the TikTokers that dude, made Trump think they, he was going to, they're going to sell out the arena and then no one should. There's wow. a thing with her yeah. generation where they're like, if you're like, if you're if you're ridiculed for being different, yeah. they'll fucking out you. Yeah. Like, it's a weirder you know it's a weirder like no one's going to be made fun of like they don't do that they don't play that which right is a very and it, and i think we kind of had that growing up but we like there was only so much we felt we could do right i think this thing in our pocket has given us g- given of, that generation more like you know okay well i'm going to say something about this now I'm gonna and it could be it out. and it could be powerful. powerful yeah man and i think that's a good way to you know it's a good i think we're it, in the it, middle of that, i don't think we're gonna, yeah i don't think we're gonna i don't think I think we'll be seeing protests till you and I die. Yeah. But I do believe yep. that those generations coming after us, I think some of the things that we have fought for during and continue to fight for during these years, I really do think is gonna echo. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna echo, it's gonna develop, yeah. it's gonna change. I'm I'm excited to see where where it's gonna go. Uh, to that edge. Yeah, man. Just Filmmaking wise, let me talk to you. How's how's the whole filmmaking game oh, man. going for you? Oh man, filmmaking. How's how's editing? Where, how's producing? How's directing? You know, I'm like, it got the itch. I really am writing a lot, and mm-hmm. I, so I have the itch to like, I'm ready. Like, yeah. Open this thing back up. Yeah. But it's been cool to be able to, um, literally not be able to do it for a while. Yeah. And so now I'm like, really gearing up to do it. I watched The Mandalorian. Yeah. And uh, I'm a huge, like it. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. What did you think of? What, I, I just, I just, what happened? Where were you? Where were you? <laughs> I was gonna say when you saw when Luke, you saw it. <laughs> yeah, I think that moment was so amazing because the entire time yeah. I was telling myself they're yeah. not they're, they're not doing it. I'm, when the X wing landed, I'm like, that's not that whole that's not episode. Him. Well, I get a text yeah. from my brother, and he texts me all the time. But this one was just like all caps, like you need to watch The Mandalorian tonight. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I watch it. So I'm watching the episode, like, okay, it's not Star Wars. It's Star Wars, but it's different. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching it, and then this, this you know, I hear the and eh, 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 I see an X-wing. I'm like, what, what? the fuck? You I'm know? like, okay, it's an X-wing. Yeah, yeah I'm like, it's an X-wing. And then you see him come in, and the way that the way that what Favreau, right? Yeah, man. God, it it is Favreau like, and Pey- Peyton Reed directed that episode. They, the guy they, that did Bring It On, he it, directed that episode. Man, yeah. yeah. It's like I never experienced having something that I wanted so bad and didn't know I wanted it. Exactly. That was just like, because for me, you never saw Luke work out. Yeah, man. In those first three movies, he was like training and he was, he did some fights with Vader, but it. And then at Jedi, he's like, oh, finally a Jedi Knight. Yeah. Well, that's the end of that's that the saga. End of, <laughs> and we never see you again. We just, and, yep. And yep. then we saw him in, four, in the other three that were mm-hmm. like, that JJ tried to save and mm-hmm. Rain, Rain was, you know, he, mm-hmm. and, you know. I'm, 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 you're going to hate me. I'm the last Jedi lover. I, I think I, the movie I, was good. I, I love The Last Jedi. The, the Last Jedi, uh, The Last Jedi, The Last Jedi, is that the, he dusted himself? Yeah. 
read this one? Yep. <laughs> his dick got his Jay-Z on. That was Mark Hamill's idea, apparently. I was like, did he just dust his shoulder off? <laughs> um, no, I, my daughter really liked that one, too. I thought it was good. But um, you saw, but you in those three, you didn't yeah. see him work out. No, but in this one, in, oh. in, in that Mandalorian oh finale, my God. man, like it, you saw him, like everything you kind of wanted to see. Uh, you know? that like I've I watched my my son. He y'all, you know, he he's the darkness, Darth Vader right now. He everything <laughs> he does is Vader. Everything he wants is Vader. Really, champ, champ. Yeah. Oh man, mm-hmm. everything is Vader. Like man. he can do. He knows all the lines. Really? Yeah, he knows oh, on the line. Oh man, awesome! That's awesome. And then I'm trying to be a good parent, and I got to figure out who's fucking my kid right now. But <laughs> I'm trying to be a good parent, so I won't show him certain parts. I won't show. Right. I won't, he's three. I'm right. not gonna let Vader. I'm not gonna show him Vader chop Luke's arm off. Right. So I stop it there. Yeah. And then I come back like the next night, and I'm like, well, Jim, why do you like Vader? You're like he cuts Luke's arm off. I'm like, how did you see I that? So- <laughs> It's, Who's showing it? It's hard to avoid that. Now, YouTube you know? is a thing. It's, it's, you can like oh, the kid is the first Darth Vader thing. You're gonna pre- yeah, see. He's like, ah, yeah. He sees see all that. this stuff, but he loves Vader. Mm-hmm. But the only thing he wants to see also, because he he every night he's like, Dad, can we see Vader? And I'm like, man, he wants to see that scene in Rogue One. Right. I was gonna say That's that he wants the to scene see. in Rogue One and the end and, of the Mandalorian. Yeah, they yeah. were so mirrored. They were so mirrored. Someone put them next to each and other. And those are the only two he wants to see. And I'm oh, like, man. Uh, dude. So it just, I'm having a great time. It all started because me and Freedom, uh, it, it, this is during the pandemic, it was one of those mm-hmm. good things. I was just like, uh, I told her since she was like five, we're going to watch Star Wars. Yeah. And so we actually watched all of them. Nice. And in the right order. Good dad. Yeah. Good dad. We'd, we'd started, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a new hope, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. <laughs> you know, we did it that way and then did it real yeah. way. So we did all that and that's what led us up to it. But so that's been good. And it was just really nice to like, um, and bringing it all the way back yeah. to Clubhouse. It's been cool that those, some of those guys and... You know, you you could listen to some of these people talk about some of the projects that they're working on and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which I thought was really cool. But I think through that whole thing, kind of gave me this like, all right, I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to get out and 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 flex the muscles again. And that's 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 the one thing I do like about Clubhouse. There's that energy there. You know, people who are you know trying to make it happen, yeah, yeah. Who are are in the midst of making it happen, or who are in the middle of production right then and there. You know, they can kind of lend their ear and you can kind of feed off that energy of wherever you are in that totem pole. The thing about Clubhouse that I think nothing else, no other social media platform has, which I definitely have to give it its props. It makes you fucking listen, man. Yeah. You're not talking unless you're a A speaker. speaker. So it forces everyone to listen. And I don't think anyone does that on any other social media platform. And that's the thing that, you know, we talked about racism and COVID and just getting to people's the core of who people are. We need to do some real listening. Listening. And And I thought... I thought that was, I was like, oh, these jokers may be on to something. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like, you know, human radio to a certain degree. You know, it's not quite a podcast. It's not quite a direct conversation. It's somewhere like in a weird middle. I, I like it, yeah, especially for creatives who have had a tough time right. during yeah. the pandemic. Because right. I think at first a lot of people were like, Oh man, get a get a little bit of a break. This yeah, is nice. And right. It's like it's by like, month six, it's like okay, you're like okay, I'm tough. I'm, uh, uh, I can do this. <laughs> yep. All right, this, we're gonna make eggs for the seventh time this week, God, right? <laughs> and then we're gonna start at one to, tomorrow. We're gonna do another one tomorrow, <laughs> guys. Next day, you know, eggs. Yeah, and I think just hearing other people's voices, like knowing other people were there, and just having those collective talks, like. Like me and my two buddies back from Detroit, like we've been FaceTiming almost every other day. Wow. You know, I, we talked a lot before the pandemic, but that's really strengthened our bond there. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so there's been a lot of ways where you've kind of been forced to make yeah. yourself work a little better, think a little harder. And I think you're right. 
listening. Yeah, man. That's the that's thing. That's going to be. That'll be. Because every run, right now, that's the last thing anyone wants to do yeah. is listen. It's like, I got a point, you got a point, but listening yeah. is the thing. And I got to like reel back on my on myself when, like when I see that. When I'm just, some, sometimes you'll be so ingrained in an idea that you won't take a step back. Of course. Yeah, you know, I think all of us need to do that. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on. Of course, and man. Just chatting. T- yeah. Tell everyone your handle so everyone can just... Just um, follow you and stay connected. I'm Calvin O'Neill Jr. at uh, Instagram. That's at C-A-L-V-I-N-O-N-E-A-L-J-R. Um, you can find me there. Or you can just go to my, my website, uh, CalvinO'NeillJr.com. Um, see all my work there, everything I've been working on the past decade, <laughs> and what I got cooking up next. And yeah. Awesome, man. Dude, Calvin, Dude, thanks. thanks for having me. Dude, thanks this so much for doing fun. this. Yeah, keep it up. All right. Yeah. This is Uncreative Radio. We out. Peace.